Once upon a December, in a galaxy far, far away, a young prince and princess named Stefan Deb finished their second season of the We Ship It podcast. Join us and our special guest, Mary, to talk Anastasia and Dimitri. Do we ship it? And what's coming up next season? Listen to find out. everyone i'm steph and i'm devin and welcome to we ship it season two finale i cannot believe we have made it through two whole seasons because when i started this thing or when we started (laughs) this thing and i came to devin and i was like let's do this crazy thing i thought it would last like three episodes and here we are yes indeed (laughs) we have enjoyed our second season immensely our theme has been disney and other animated couples and it has been a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Um, we are ready to hop into a new challenge with season three, of of which we'll get to a little bit later. Yep. But for now, let's end with a bang. Yes. Okay, so for our last season two episode, we decided to go with Anastasia. Why? Well, basically because I love this movie. <laughs> and I forced Devin into it. It no, was no. a forcing situation. <laughs> yes, I was welcoming I know. of it. It's true. He was welcoming. And I think it's just it's just really like the quintessential romantic tale. You know, Dimitri and Anastasia are one of my favorites. So I thought it would be a great ending point. It certainly is. And with that being said, I wanted to introduce our special guest who will be joining us to judge Anastasia and Dimitri. Everybody. <laughs> Say hello to Mary Castellano. That is Welcome, how you say Mary. my last name. <laughs> what that? That's not how you say your last name. What is Cast- it? It's Castellano. What did I say? Castellano. I'm stupid. <laughs> but now I kind of just want to keep this bit. And That's fine having- with me. Yeah. It well, so frequently. That's totally fine. If you want to keep this, I'm okay with that. Big sad. Somebody say her big name sad. Me. No, but okay. So welcome, Mary. To Thank you. Show. Thank you there guys you so much. I'm of so course. happy to be on. And I actually, when I came on, for those of you listening, I had no idea this was actually the last episode of season two. So I'm so honored. Really, Woo! this is ah! awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so a little mini intro. Mary was a close friend of mine in college, and she has been such an awesome We Ship It supporter who brought her mug with her to this recording from yeah. the very beginning. So thank you for joining us, Mary. I'm super excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. ours are just, mine's you. just chilling on the back shelf over there, but uh, love it. Love it. Roll. <laughs> okay. And so let's get going. Before we hop into our questions, we want to just give our classic spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. And if you haven't watched Anastasia before, we are going to be going into many plot points. So you are warned. Mm-hmm. Yep. So here's our brief summary that I kind of wrote last night really quickly while I was watching Anastasia. So don't judge it. <laughs> All right. We first meet Anastasia as a little girl, the czar of Russia's young daughter, a princess of Russia. I guess she's a princess. I don't really actually know if she's a princess, but we're going to go with that. Her family is actually killed tragically one night by Rasputin, and he vows to kill the entire Romanov family. There's a curse and everything, yada, yada. Disneyfication of history is such a beautiful thing. But <laughs> Anastasia just barely escapes with her grandmother when a young Dimitri who works in the palace saves her. We are then brought to the future where St. Petersburg is a buzz because Anastasia's grandmother is looking for her, the long lost Anastasia, which at the time of this movie, I'm pretty sure she was still quote unquote long lost. We weren't sure if she had died or not. But moving on, lots of conspiracy theories that we could talk about. Um, we meet Later on, this young adult who doesn't know who she is at an orphanage, her name is Anya. And when she leaves the orphanage, she meets this guy, this con artist named Dimitri, who is convinced she really looks like Anastasia and wants to bring her to see her grandmama, the Grand Duchess, to see if he can get the reward money. Yeah, I know. I love that. That's what she's called. Um, But so it eventually becomes super clear that she really is Anastasia when she mentions that this young boy opened the wall to save her. And Dimitri realizes, oh, crap, I was that young boy. So this really is Anastasia. Um, So then when they meet the Grand Duchess, Anastasia and Dimitri have a falling out when she realizes that in the beginning it was just a ploy for him. Um, But Dimitri fights to have her grandma see her. I love that scene. 
Um, mm-hmm. And eventually they realize that they are truly family. In the end, Dimitri and Anastasia beat Rasputin and elope. So Anastasia yeah. has a choice to be a royal or to marry Dimitri, and she chooses the man. So that's where we end our movie, which a great boat scene when they kiss. I love it. We will talk more about all these things yes, as we I get know. into our <laughs> questions. Yay. Um, but with that being said, let's jump right into it, shall we? Yep. All right. Dimitri and Anastasia. They aren't the best of friends right off the bat. Nope. Some might call them, well, stubborn. Eventually, the stubbornness fades, and the two realize how much they love each other. Are you a fan of this frenemies to lovers trope? And how do you think it adds or takes away from this particular relationship? Mary. Oh, right. Okay, so that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in general... I actually changed my answer when, so I was oh. writing down these notes when, mm-hmm. when I was rewatching the movie the other night and I actually changed my answer. My original answer was, yes, I'm a big fan of the frenemy to lover trope. But then I was thinking about it more today. I'm like, you know what? I'm she only a fan of that. Answer. Yeah. I'm, I'm only no. a fan of that. If the relationship doesn't start off toxic, if that, yes. if you know what I mean. Amen. And only if, um, only if there's effort on both sides. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a, a general answer to the question. Yeah. Um, but then with these two, I'm a big fan of it. Big fan. Oh, I love, love it. Because I think it helps build chemistry at the beginning. Um, it it's just really cute. It's just really relatable. And it just shows off their personalities perfectly. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the, the frenemies to lovers trope in this situation. Yeah, I I think sometimes our society kind of craves that perfect prince princess relationship like this gallant shining knight on a steed. But honestly, (laughs) and Devin knows this after we've talked about it a million times, I crave the deep, analytical, sarcastic asshole. Type. Oh, sorry. I'll have to bleep it out. Devin. <laughs> but that's one of my favorites. Um, so basically, I love these two. You know, they both have spunk. They don't act for one another. They're very real. And that's what I love about them. And Anastasia gives it right back to him, which I find even more funny and compelling. And I think with these two, sometimes they are too tough to get into a romantic moment. That's the one thing that I see that's a problem. They're a little too tough with each other to get into those romantic moments because they don't almost want to admit that they like love this person. Um, But yeah, you see this kind of happen when they have their first dance. Um, And Dimitri kind of like pulls away after they're trying to kiss and Anastasia's Mm. still like in the air trying to kiss him. And he's like, no. Um, But it in the end, it leads to an even more impassioned romance because they've gone through the stubbornness, the honesty, the raw, you know, nature of things. And they just really love each other. But I agree with you, Mary, like in general, if it starts out as a really toxic thing, that could be a problem. Like we've actually seen uh, what is it? Oh, Jane and Rochester. Sometimes, mm. even though I really do like them, too, because I'm a fan <laughs> of this trope, uh, they can be a little bit toxic to one another at times. But I don't think Dimitri and Anastasia fall into that same situation. So I, I've personally really been enjoying seeing this trope in novels and film. Yeah, um, I think these types of relate- relationships are quite interesting as you are on, on the seat waiting to see how things will play out between these yeah. two. Like, it's a constant like battle of the wits kind of deal. And I just enjoy seeing that in action and like watching. I guess I'm just a people per- like a people observer. Like I like yes. I like watching people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, but it's like um, what we are we we're talking about last week with Katara and Zuko. Um, or if you're a six of crows fan, Nina and Matthias, um, mm-hmm. the list goes on. Like it's just these two characters that like are always at each other's throats, but yeah. then eventually just like, ah, there's something that, that it builds that chemistry and they just like put down their walls and just mm-hmm. um, accept each other. Um, create suspense and uh, in some way i thrive off of the tug of war between yeah, the hatred, it's, it's like fun. the hatred and the passion these characters share um i find these types of relationships to have so much more depth than just the normal boy meets girl love story kind of thing yep. um, although we all like enjoy those kind of stories like i feel like these ones we get a little bit more invested into them for sure for sure I was literally just about to say that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's they're just they're just more interesting. They yeah. are. 100%. They 
more interesting than Cinderella type relationships. Uh, let sure. me tell you. But Agreed. moving on to and what I love is we're making all these connections. This is what the Disney season has done to us, Devin. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm thinking of Cinderella and uh, Ang and Katara and blah blah blah. It's great. I love tropes. But moving on. The rags to riches trope, speaking of tropes, is prevalent in many Disney and animated classics. So what makes this one stand out? So it's so interesting that you just mentioned Cinderella. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Because I actually think the thing that makes this movie stand out from Cinderella or like even Aladdin Mm -hmm. is um, this is it's loosely based in history. So like the actual like finding of Anastasia, quote unquote, like yeah. that never actually happened. She did end up passing away yeah. with her family. I learned that on a Netflix documentary. Therefore, I'm, a, I'm an expert in this. Um, I, I honestly but... like mean history and this were not like I I, 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 I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I wasn't invested in uh, r- Russian history. I, I was. Guess. I love really? Russian history. I love Dostoevsky and I, I, Russian I just, lit is my favorite. But either this way. is this is literally why I think this movie st- for for me this is why this movie stands out is because I think yeah. this time period this particular family situation the whole family is murdered due to politics and you have this crazy Russian monk healer dude who's the villain Rasputin is freaking Rasputin. fun like, all these people based on real life people and the the more documentaries I watch about this family this time period this particular situation it does make me feel a lot more invested so having kind of some historical background on the movie rewatching it really made me enjoy it all the more that's really cool um but I also think it's really cool too so like kind of the is that it take it also takes place in real places so like it takes Mm -hmm. place in St. Petersburg Paris like you know, it's not in some realm that's far away, <laughs> not in some made up kingdom. Like this is this is the real world right. that it takes place in. So I think that that kind of adds to what makes it as a mm-hmm. cartoon stand out. Yeah, it's not a fairy tale. I mean, there is elements of magic in it, but I think it's it's trying to grapple with the things that were actually happening in like a Disney way rather than like this fairyland nothing. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that makes a lot of sense. But sorry, Devin, go ahead. No, no, you're good. I just love that she is already royalty, but she doesn't remember or know it yet. Yep. Um, it's kind of like a Princess Diaries-esque storyline in a way. Um, Anya is also just so spunky. In early oh, Disney, we have the Snow White and the Cinderella who are very quiet spoken and their personalities didn't really have them stand out. Um, they kind of just blended in. Like, although we love our Snow White, we love our um, Cinderella for their pure and honest qualities. Like they didn't stand out. Whereas um, Anya here, she's a firecracker, right? She, and Mm -hmm. she's willing to put, she's not willing to put up with Dimitri's crap. She's like handing it back to him even like, which I just think is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why I, I, I've enjoyed seeing this one compared to the others, like really stands out amongst the crowd. Um, do you have any other think, thoughts? Yeah, I also think this movie stands out because um, the main character, the main female character, isn't looking for a prince to fall in love with. Yeah. She's not looking for someone to save her. She's literally looking for her family. She's trying yep. to find herself. And so, like, the idea of, you know, her falling in love with Dimitri, that's, like, so far from her mind. It's literally one of the last things that happens right. in the movie. And so I think that makes it stand out. And I think it's interesting too. I was like really thinking about this question and I'm trying to think like, is there any other like movie that you guys have talked about or, or, or book you've talked about here where that is the main female character's motivation and goal is to find her family. The only one I could think of was like Will Turner from like Pirates of the Caribbean, but mm-hmm. that's yeah, a that's secondary true. plot. It's not the main right, plot. It's not not the main plot. Plot. So I just thought that that in addition makes it stand and, out. And once we meet him, like it's clear that he's like, in love with yes. <laughs> Elizabeth. Yep, 100%. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. It just yep. kind of falls into her lap. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Devin. I love Moving it. on. <laughs> uh, now, uh, what about Dimitri? He's a con artist who profits off of deceit and other people's pain. Is he deserving of love? And why Anya? Why is she the one to help mend his heart? Uh, 
he doesn't deserve her at first. Okay. It's just very clear. <laughs> like, but I think that it's the fact that he changes and doesn't take the money that starts to change what it is that he deserves. You know, if he were to realize she was really Anastasia and then to take the money anyway, I think that that would show he didn't change as a person. However, he does choose not to take the money, which means he not only realized she was Anastasia, but he realized that he was able to do something more important than you know, acquire money, which is to bring her to her long lost family. And it means more to him than just an acquisition. Um, and he and Anya are just they're so cute. And I think that she doesn't let him walk all over her. And she teaches him to love. And Dimitri is sort of like her protector. Like, I don't know. I just think it's a really sweet. They have a really sweet relationship. And it's really sweet because he has a reality check and he changes himself for her, which is beautiful. Um, which so I think he does deserve her. Um, but I oh I just love these two. Mary, what about you? What do you think? So I I I also think he does well, I think he deserves love. I think that's yes. kind of what the original question was. <laughs> yes. And so my answer was, well, of course, of course he deserves love. Like, yes, I don't agree with his career choices. They're yeah. not the most ethical, but he's also not a terrible person. Right. Like he's, <laughs> you know, there, are, there are far worse things he could have been doing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, so I definitely think he's, he's deserving of love. And I also think it's interesting because Anya is literally the woman that he is spent, he, he's spending his con career trying to find and he's been waiting for her for however many years we don't know in the film it could be a while and so when he finally does find her um i think it's really poetic that she is the person that ends up changing his heart the person yep. that he meant to use professionally ends up changing his heart romantically the person that he mm. saved too way way in advance he saved this girl's life and she ends up being the one to like save him in a sense mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. i love that yep 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 yep, yep. Um, I just think that although he does grow up to be a snake in a sense, that doesn't mean that Dimitri shouldn't be exempt from love. Yep. Um, the world has treated him cruelly and the only way for him to survive was to join the fray. Mm -hmm. um, just because his heart is currently cold and broken doesn't mean it cannot be changed. Um, I think he just needed to find that one person who could see through his game and help him see the world in a new light. I think he just has this negative viewpoint of life because of the hand that he's been dealt. And since that, he needs someone that kind of like, okay, these might be your cards, but like flip them over and like there's something else on the other side kind of deal. Um, and she rattles his cage. Yes. <laughs> I think she catches him <laughs> off guard. Like he doesn't expect this. He doesn't expect to find her. He doesn't expect to fall in love with her. It just kind of like Happens. is kind of a jarring, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Then um, he doesn't know um he just doesn't expect to fall develop feelings for her and fall mm -hmm. so hard so i think it, it's, it's just it's such a shock to him that it's just like oh my gosh <laughs> it's really nice to see his natural protector come out and like his good attributes come out because living as a con man in russia with vlad and shout out to vlad what a guy <laughs> in love in love but um when he's living with Vlad in Russia, like he's, you know, he's creative, he's smart, he's cunning. Um, and he has all these really great attributes that he puts to the wrong use. And mm -hmm. I think like working with Anya and like finding her family and his protective nature comes out and like all these great attributes that like he was putting to the wrong use get put to a better use because of her. And that helps him to start to realize, hey, you can be a good guy like you have it in you and you have all these traits that can be used for good. And I, I don't know. I just really love watching his development over the, cause I know it's not about him. It's about Anastasia finding her family, but at the same time, you see this character development of a really, I think a really strong character, which I think is great. Um, but indeed moving on. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when is it now? I have a few different thoughts on this, so I want to hear what you guys have to say. Um, but when do you think Dimitri realizes he's in love with Anastasia and vice versa? When does she realize it? So I think he real I think he starts to fall in love with her unbeknownst to himself he starts to fall in love with her um when they're teaching her how to be a princess and I think there are, there are clues within that kind of <clears throat> that kind of song montage because like he's he's showing off a little bit he takes the opportunity to kiss her hand and it's just like there are these little cues 
And I think he starts to see her like really grow and become like the lady, you know, the, the, the princess. And there's something very attractive about that to him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he knows that he's in love until they start dancing. Yeah. And that moment, Stephanie, that you said when he pulls away, I think he did that intentionally because he realizes, oh, like, oh, this is this Getting is becoming too real for me. So he <laughs> he realizes there are feelings, but I don't think his love solidifies until there um, until the interview with Sophie mm-hmm. when um, when Anastasia remembers that he was the boy who opened the door, the hole in the wall, whatever, and saved her, and he's like, oh my gosh, like this is really her. I think it's a really really brief moment in the in the film, but. I think it's Dimitri completely changes after that moment. And so that's when I think he realizes not only do I have feelings for this woman, but I'm in love with this woman and it changes everything for me. 100%. Devin? So I think he starts to develop feelings for her when she first, and I don't know if this, I don't remember as well. I don't remember if this is before that song or after the song, but when she first helps him and saves him while on the train. That was going to be one of my answers. Oh, because <laughs> she doesn't just stand around waiting for the guys to save the day. When Vlad isn't able to help, she jumps right in. And and I think this sparks something in him. Um, he's like, remind me to thank you or whatever. And then mm-hmm. um, he sees her in action and her drive and passion. Um, and it kind of acts as a turn on in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, for Anya, I think she first warms up to Dimitri when she puts on the dress he buys for her mm-hmm. like seeing that he has put that much thought into picking this dress for her um wanting to impress her i think she's yeah. kind of flattered and she's like i'm not gonna put this dress on and then she's like well maybe i'll put this dress on <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> excuse me, she sees her, um, his thoughtful nature. And later when they are dancing, she allows him to lead the dance and be the one and be one with him. It, I find it interesting that, that Vlad's like, no, let him lead. Like you're not supposed to lead this, let him do it. And, and then they finally it's have gold. their moment. Gold. This whole movie's gold. Um, I actually, <laughs> so I think like you guys are kind of right. Um, but from, from my only perspective, kind of right. only kind of, Ooh. here's why, because I think throughout the majority of the beginning of the movie, those scenes that you brought up, you know, when he's teaching her and, uh, I, what was, what was it that you said, Devin? Was it the train scene, the train? Yeah. So these are all moments. I think he realizes he's attracted to her, but I think he fully, understands that he's in love with her um, when he starts to understand who she is and when he realizes he's going to lose her forever. So this is the Paris scene, right? When he's looking through the glass and he's Mm -hmm. starting to piece together in his head. Because in the beginning, he's attracted to this girl that he doesn't know is Anastasia, right? Mm -hmm. And then as he starts to realize, oh, she's independent. She's this, she's that. Um, I I don't really think I hate women with minds. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I know. And But so when he starts to piece together, this is Anastasia. Oh my God, I'm going to lose her because she literally mm-hmm. is Anastasia and has to live with her grand duchess grandmother. Right. I think that's when he starts to realize, oh my God, this is the girl I've been looking for since I was young, first of all, like the girl I saved. And second of all, the girl I was looking for for the rest of my life. So I think it's in Paris that he finally understands his love for her. Um, but there are lots of great scenes of attraction throughout the whole beginning that I think he pieces together at that time. Um, as far as Anastasia... I don't know. She's rather trusting when they're like dancing, right? She like puts, she's about to kiss the guy, fully trusting that he's going to kiss her. (laughs) I don't know if she's in love with them at that moment though. Um, I have an answer for you. Oh, tell me, Mary. So I, so I, so this, this was hard too, because I think like we, we were kind of touching on like, she's really guarded. So she, she kind of has a challenge being vulnerable and open with him. So As I was rewatching the movie, I think the moment that she realizes that she has feelings, not just feelings for him, but like really strong feelings and maybe love is when he offers to hold her hand at the Russian ballet right before they go in to meet their grandmother. So like the scenes following that, like before she goes to meet the grandmother, when um, like he's trying to comfort her, like those are really great. I think it's when he offers up his hand and she's like, oh, wow, like. There's more to this. Yeah. So it's again, it's a really brief moment, but I think it's really powerful. hundred mm. percent. That's great. And so speaking of like moments that yeah, we we've love. already been talking about some of our favorites, <laughs> but let's just talk about them some more. So what are let's some of your it. favorite shipper moments with these two? 
So Tevin, you already talked about it a little bit, but no, um, (laughs) no, I, I, again, this was another answer that changed as I was watching the film and I had to kind of go back and like later rewrite my answer. But honestly, I think it's when Vlad says, let him take the lead. And it's so brief, but I think it's really, really powerful because it's like, there, there are a few moments of silence before they say anything that kind of cue a little awkward back and forth. Yep. But I think it's in those silent moments that Anya allows herself to be vulnerable with him, allows him to take the lead. She can kind of step back a little bit. And I think it's that moment of her allowing him to lead that opens the door for romance Mm -hmm. for the two of them. And there's also just something that's really, really attractive about a guy who's confident, who knows how to dance, who knows how to walk. Oh, yes. It's Mm -hmm. just, (laughs) it's the full package. Again, it's a brief, brief moment. And it's not the one where, you know, they're they're not on the train. It's not, there's not a lot going on. But I think there's a lot of character development happening right in that moment. I love it. There are so many good, like, Mm -hmm. moments where they're about to kiss or they're holding hands or this or that that's what i love this movie but my favorite scene is actually not the most romantic scene but i think this actually really really speaks to like dimitri's like need to take care of her almost like i don't know um i love when he hijacks the grand duchess to reunite her (laughs) with anya okay it just shows he is radically in love enough to do good and to not give up and like i think it's the moment that i really realized that he loved anya too because he was willing to do anything to make her happy and while it was crazy and in your head you're like okay dimitri you've lost your mind what are you doing (laughs) um i think it's that moment that shows that he's turned the page. He's like, I'm not about making money in this scheme. I am doing this because it's right. And because Anya needs her family. And I just really, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin. I know we already talked about the dance, but I'm going to bring it up again. Yeah, he's <laughs> the dance is just fire. So it's that's, fire. that's definitely a good one. Um, I love when she has her hallucination and mm-hmm. he has to go and like save her. And then the, they just have that, like, just have that moment of like, con, uh, like consolation. comfort. Yeah, consolation. Like, she just like comforting um, when she's like, oh, the curse. And he's just like, I'm here for you, Nomad. Like, we're going to get through this together, mm-hmm. kind of deal. Um, it just gives me like goosebumps. I also just love all, kind of say this, all of Anya's dresses. She's fabulous. She, she is stunning. Beautiful. That that uh, like purplish, like sparkly one. I'm like, whoa. Devin has a crush. Oh my goodness. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I can't it's help gorgeous. myself. Yeah, yeah the red and, hair. She's beautiful. Yeah, she was, is. They they knew how to dress her beautifully. <laughs> okay, and the animation. Not not in a like sexual way either. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, but so she looked very good. But so, but also that. But animated this movie, and we don't talk about this a lot, but. It's animated so beautifully. Like the Mm -hmm. whole thing. I was just commenting on this to Tom when we were watching it yesterday. I was just like, I think the reason I loved this as a kid was because it wasn't like the typical animation. It was so detailed. Just beautiful. Um, But moving on, because I could talk about that for a long time. Uh, What particular attributes do Dimitri and Anastasia have that draw them to one another? I said it was their willpower. Mm. I think they're they're equally matched in a lot of different ways. Like you could say stubbornness, like you said in one of the one of the questions, but I think their willpower is particularly matched well. Like mm-hmm. she's willing she's willing to be brave, she's willing to put herself out there to trust. I mean, she literally handed him a stick of dynamite on the train. I know. Like, I love that. It's fearless. <laughs> and then like like you <laughs> Like you said, Steph, like he, Dimitri was willing to like hijack the dowager's car in order to do what was best for her. So like these two are, they, they go all the way. They go the distance for each other. Amen. (laughs) Devin? I think Dimitri is just such a sly and charming and intriguing and he's adventurous. Like he's all of these things that is like kind of eye-catching to Anya. Um, I, I, I don't really... He's just... I think he's a mystery to her at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wants to know more about him, but she's also so like put off by his like snarkiness towards her. And... But like we said earlier, like those are the kind of things that kind of like annoy... Like that annoys me, but it's also like you're getting my attention because that's annoying me. So that's why they have mm-hmm. like that chemistry. Yeah. Um, 
and Anya is just spunky and she has a good heart. I mean, she's gorgeous. Like <laughs> she's gorgeous. We're bringing it up again. <laughs> Sorry, it's happening. Um, I don't know. I think it's just her spunk that kind of like I don't think he's seen. I mean, we don't really know, but I don't think he's seen a girl that's like just like stood up to him so much. Yeah, it's um, great. She challenges so, him. Yeah, I think yeah. he, although it, he finds it annoying, like I think it's also like a, okay, that's pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> I like that. No, yeah, I think Anya's very self-reliant and kind-hearted. That's what I like about her is she's both. She's not yes. just like an independent woman or like a nice girl. You know, she has she's such a both. pure heart. Those yeah, opening it, songs. Oh, 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 I so oh, I good. added a question. Neither of you know this, but I added a question about what's your favorite song because I was going fire. to ask that. But Dang it. <laughs> either way, I think Dimitri is smart and cunning, but also just really willing to go out of his way for her. And it's a very beautiful combination as you yes. see them kind of dance through life together. It's really beautiful. Um, and the thing that like ties them together is their sarcasm, which is just amazing and i find it funny because dimitri doesn't show most people his true self he doesn't i mean he gives you know sass to some people but he doesn't show them the real dimitri um but for anya i think his true self naturally comes out it can't help but come out which is a beautiful thing um but yeah 100 percent. yeah <laughs> agreed yeah love it all right so with that being said, how does loving Anya make Dimitri a better person and vice versa? So we already dabbled at this a little bit. Let's mm -hmm. drive right into it. So, like I said, I, I think he challenges her. Uh, yep. She challenges him. I think they challenge each other. But, Agreed. Because um, I think she's kind of a little more rough around the edges than he is. But I think they both round each other out. Yep. If that kind of makes sense. Um like I said before, like she saves his life on the train. He runs to her aid on the bridge. He, I do notice that he didn't save her life. Her dog saved her life. So shout out to Puka <laughs> for being yeah. the real hero of this movie. <laughs> for real. The real MVP. Not um, only does he, she direct it, does he but, direct her to uh, like the, the, the right direction, but he yeah. also saves her life. Exactly. But I also think he, Dimitri empowers Anya. Like yep. he's, he, he, and this is, this is where it's a little challenging. Like he's trying to get her to be confident, to be like, oh, you know, you can be a princess. You can be a princess. He doesn't have the best of intentions because he yep. thinks he's trying to make her something which she's not. But at the same time, he also empowers her to be who she is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there's kind of a, a slight silver lining to that. Yeah. I don't but, like the, I don't like the idea of like having to like chip away at her to make her something. Right. But I do, I do like that growth of her, like, oh, I can be so much more than what I am. Like she's always yeah. known herself as like this orphan girl who doesn't remember anything about herself. So giving her the confidence to, to become somebody mm -hmm. is like, I think that's cool. Um, but I, I, I struggle with the idea of like, we're going to kind of chip away at who you right. were to make yourself into somebody new. Like yeah. I have a little bit of issue there, but I still enjoy I what I love is what they bring out of each other, because mm -hmm. I think I understand what you're saying, Devin. I don't love like when people are like chipping away, like taking attributes away from someone to change them and make them better. That can become toxic. But mm -hmm. I think what's good about these two is that they don't do that. They 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 emphasize the good and they really bring it forward for each other. So with Anya. He just he empowers her like Mary said. I thought that was a great way to put it. He empowers her to understand who she is, where she's from. And he empowers her to like, yeah, you could be you could be Anastasia. Like and I mean, at first he doesn't really believe it. But as he starts to, he, he empowers her more positively. And and she what she brings out of him, like I said, is that natural protector is that good man. So they really just emphasize the good in each other and bring it forward rather than like changing each other. If, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I definitely don't think they change each other. I guess yeah. what, when I when I meant round each other out, I definitely didn't mean like chipping away. Oh, no, no, I, no, no, no I, I know what you that. mean. I, I know what you mean. I just, I, I I can't get out of my head like the image of like how kind of rough they are yes. towards each other at the beginning. But then at the end, they're just the relationship is much smoother. If that, yeah, if that makes sense. Each other so like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean to say like they change each other. No. But like, I don't know how else to kind of say that like, their personalities are so strong and they're so similar that they that they complement each other. Yeah. 
I no, I completely know what you're talking about. It's like a smoothing out of the rough edges, essentially. And, yeah. and that's what you meant. I understand. <laughs> um, okay. So next question. All of Anya's life, she has wanted to be loved and find her family. How does Dimitri help fill that void in her life? So this one, I think, was really challenging yes. to answer. Yes. <laughs> it took a while. Um, yeah. But I mean, really what, what I think it comes down to is Dimitri was literally her ticket out of a depressing life that she did mm -hmm. not want. Um, and he grew to love and support her in multiple ways. And he helped answer one of the biggest questions on her heart, which was her identity. So he yep. helped her to accomplish that. And so he kind of filled the void in a way i'm not a huge not a huge fan of couples that like fill each other's void yeah, but yeah, yeah. just to answer the question that's what i that's what i think <laughs> i agree i get that um but i think i don't yeah <laughs> i don't know if i rephrase if i phrased it i don't know but regardless uh, i think he becomes her family um mm -hmm. it's as simple as that he he lo he loves her unconditionally and even before he finds out that she's a princess, he still has those like feelings. But mm -hmm. like we said, once he does understand it and it's all comes to like, this is his passion now for her to be, to be with her family. I think he, he even accepts that even more as like, I want to be more a part of your life, even though I can't be, um, he helps her complete herself. Um, and he is the missing piece to her life. Um, she always felt lost and without direction and he makes her feel found and loved. Mm -hmm. And that's everything. Like that's all she was wanting was to be recognized and to feel love. Um, so she finds that through Dimitri and while she, she found her family with uh, the grand duchess, that wasn't the, and we're going to get to this very shortly. That wasn't the life that she necessarily wanted. She didn't right. realize that that was what she was going to find. And when she right. found it, she was like, ah. Now I got a choice to make. This yeah. isn't what, this isn't necessarily all everything that I dreamed of. Right. Um, I just want the family. And yeah. I, I can, I can get my family and love through Dimitri. And, and I, I want to be with him. So I think that's why she makes that choice. Yeah. Well, Devin, next question is really relevant then. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to jump right in? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so do you think Anya makes the right choice in choosing Dimitri over her obligation to high society? Absolutely. I didn't, <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't answer this question. Absolutely. I, I, have, I have no doubt in my heart and in my head that this was the right choice for her. Yes. I've, been, I've been watching a lot of The Crown lately, and I am so, <laughs> over, I'm so over the whole, you have to put duty over your heart. I'm yep. done with that. So I'm so happy she chose Dimitri. And not only that, but the dowager grandmother gave her permission. She's That's like, I true. don't think... I don't think you're going to be fully satisfied in this life. I see this young man's feelings towards you. And I think you feel the same way towards mm -hmm. him. You'll always have me and that's okay. That's what's important. But she gave, she allowed her the freedom to walk away. Yep. Oh, Mary, you solidified. So I really wasn't sure how I felt about this. I always, I just think <laughs> I naturally don't like when you have to give up something for another, but she's not really giving it up. So you're right. Like her, her grandmother said to her, like, I approve of this and you can always come back. So it, it really, really was the right choice, I think. And ultimately, Anya was not like as she was born into it, but she didn't live as a royal her whole life. So it was unnatural to her and her personality very much doesn't fit in with the parties and the dances and the dresses. And while she looks beautiful and all that, I think her her reality was her relationship with Dimitri. Like he was someone who brought out her natural self. Whereas if she would have, you know, married some prince and like stayed in that situation, that wouldn't have brought out her true self as much as that as much as this did. So I I now Agree with you, Mary. <laughs> I also don't, I don't think that she had any obligation to go back. So I know like that was part of the question. And I, I really didn't think that she did. It's nope. like, no, she's free to do whatever she As wants. She pleases. She, yeah. Right. Devin? I just don't think she really fit into the whole, the whole royalty. Although she could have played it off and she could have done the part. Like, I don't think she would have been happy. Um, yeah. And all she wanted the entire movie was to have her family and to find love. And she's like I said, she's found that through Dimitri. Um, 
he is her family now. He is her love. Um, the new world is out as so far out of her comfort zone. She's no longer that princess she was 10 years ago. She's grown up and grown out of that lifestyle. And Dimitri is her future. And although she's, yep. um, she's kind of disappointing people um, by not accepting that role. Now that they have found the, the lost princess, like she's not accepting that role. So she might be letting people down. I, it's it's what's best for her. It's her choice. Um, mm-hmm. And she deserves the right to be selfish. And her grandmother, like we already said, grants her that permission. She allows her that out. I don't know if this is what you want. You have to make that choice for yourself. Right. Um, Which, God bless her. Like, Mary, right? you were talking about the crown. Like, honestly, Devin, we'll have to talk about it at some point because it just makes oh, me yes. so mad whenever a royal's like, I want to choose love. And then they're like, no. And then they end up choosing love in a bad, scandalous way. Right. And it's like, couldn't you just solve this from the beginning? So I, props to the Grand Duchess for being like super progressive. You know what I mean? We got to love yes. Angela Lansbury. Oh, yes. <laughs> All day long. Um, mm-hmm. But moving on before our final very important question. This is the second to last. Anastasia is a movie that tries to find the hope and the unlikely even in the darkest and most hopeless of situations. How do we see that in their relationship? This was another question I thought was really challenging. So it's it, a challenging it, one. It took a lot of thought, but this might be kind of an abstract answer. Okay. Go for but, it. But um, so I think both of their characters kind of do 180s. And so Dimitri, he starts off having a selfish goal. Um, and his what he's doing is not honorable. Um, so the kind of hope amidst the darkness, I think, is the personal growth in this yep. scene in the two relationships. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess you kind of take that for, for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see that in the end where even when Dimitri believes Anya is better off where she's at, he still returns to help her with Rasputin yep. and tell her how he feels. Like, even though, um, he kind of accepts it like he accepts that he can't be a part of her life. He's still willing to fight for it. Um, and even though Anya is um, haunted by this curse, they still have hope and comfort in each other through the difficulties they face together. Right. He, when, when he, she is in that hallucination period and he does like um, help break her out of it. Like he accepts that this is a part of her. And I'm going to have to like, help her through it and be alongside her with it um whatever that might be um so i think they there's just that hope in breaking something or hope in the midst of darkness um with with these two yep what do you think you said it perfectly Devin. i don't think anything (laughs) get Get to the important question i'm so ready well don't you want to ask your question that you were going to add uh i was going to ask after but i'll ask it now oh well whatever listen I'll do it now because it's equally as important as this last question, right? It is true. So Anastasia has some fire music. We know this. Yes, Yesterday, I literally watched the movie and then I played it again just so I could hear the Listen music. to the soundtrack. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Um, so what are your favorite tunes from the movie? What doesn't leave your head when you listen to it? Once Upon a December, I think it's is one of song. the best animated songs of our generation. Yeah. I think it is haunting. It is beautiful. Like even as an adult, it like it's moving and just the, the scene where it's first debuted, it's just, it's so emotional and it's, it's just beautiful. I loved it as a kid. I love it as an adult. Such a classic. Devin. Um, I actually, so I enjoyed, I, I love, uh, once upon a December. I, I really love journey to the past. It's such, I mean, it's iconic. You stole mine. Uh, but I, I'll <laughs> let you talk about that one because I really enjoy um, at the beginning, which isn't play like it's not sung during the song, uh, not sung during the song. It's not sung during the uh, <laughs> the movie, but it's at the end. It's like the closing song during the credits. Oh, that's and I one. love that song. Um, I only just heard, not just, but like a year ago, probably I heard that uh, another rendition of it. I was like, Oh my gosh, where did I hear this song before? Where did I hear this song? And then I remembered like, Oh, it's at the, it's in the credits. Like I, I didn't realize like it left that big of an impression on me, but like, right. it's a really good song. So I it encourage is. you all to listen to it. Um, also Rasputin. I don't remember what Rasputin's 
Uh, in the dark of the night, it's such a jam. Such a jam. Like it's such a creepy esque, weird. It's like like where these bugs come from. From Lion King, that's what it reminds me of when he's got all his hyenas or whatever. Oh, true. But but this one's funnier. It's so it's so catchy. Like I don't I I don't know. Like it's just something about it. Like wasn't really a fan of Rasputin in general, but that's a it's a bomb itself. <laughs> yeah. can, can one really be a fan of Rasputin? Like I, I don't really. know. Oh. Although I I seriously think he's hilarious. I love I love the character. <laughs> I love the little bat or whatever that thing is. Baltrock. Yeah, whatever his name is. That is. his name? Baltruck. I guess so. I so. thought it was like Boca or something. Boca. <laughs> <laughs> So, no. This is great. But and yeah, he so, actually, and coincidence, what? not coincidence, but fun fact, I guess, um, that rat, the rat, the bat got like a spinoff movie. Off Get of out. This. Did he really? Yeah. He I was like the one that. character that got a spinoff. I was like, That's, I mean, he's a funny character. Legitimately. He is. He's kind of like weird to yes. have like on the side. Like he's just it this is. added side character. But this movie has a lot of characters that I just love. Mm-hmm. Like they really do well with characterization. Who is and- the niece? The niece? Is it the niece? No, the cousin. Sophie? Sophie. Sophie. Yeah, she's funny. (laughs) Sophie and Vlad, my man. Oh, man. But either way, yes. Go back to your song, though. I was going to say In the Dark of the Night, but then I was going to say my favorite favorite is Journey to the Past, which Devin's freaking stealing all my stuff. But that is such a hopeful song and so beautiful. And I just literally cry every time. All the time. From the (laughs) beginning of the movie till the end. Don't fail. Me now. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, sing it. All right, Devin, take us home. All right. So, you two. Do we ship it? Mary? My answer was duh. duh. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> duh with a smiley Big face. Old duh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I absolutely, I absolutely ship it. And I think what's interesting too about these two is that I think they're the kind of animate a couple that would actually last because they've yep. been through turbulent times. They've seen each other in really stressful situations and they've, they're both really developed individuals that complement well together. Mm-hmm. So I think they're the kind of couple that would actually like make it if this was real. So I absolutely <laughs> ship real. them. It is real. It is not <laughs> in our um, hearts. It's real. <laughs> I ship them so much. Like, Dimitri is just like my ideal animated man. Like, Do you, are you I a fan love, of his floppy hair? I love his hair. <laughs> oh, it's, it's definitely I a statement of the time. I had such a crush on him when I was a kid. Like, I was just like, yes, Dimitri all day. But Anastasia, I love the movie. I love the music. I love the animation. And I just love I, I this agree. couple. I didn't appreciate it when I was younger just because I felt like this was very oh, dark and like weird uh, cartoon. Um, yeah, definitely a lot spookier, but I enjoyed it when I was younger, but it never like really stood out to me until a little bit a few years later. But I agree. Ship it totally. 100%. We love Are we to also going to say that this is just for anybody who's like, you know, being nitpicky. This is not originally a Disney movie. It was it absorbed. Is <laughs> yeah, it was, was made it by twentieth twentieth century Fox. Oh, yeah, but it's on Disney Plus because I think Disney like absorbed twentieth yeah, century they, Fox. They so it's not an official. Yeah, they're unofficial movie. Disney princess and princesses. Well, either way, I knew it was Fox. I just forgot that. But either way, she belongs in the Disney Princess Hall of Fame. Fame. I will make my argument for that. She <laughs> I think she's princess. a step above the Disney princesses. Oh. Yeah. For for as early on as this was, I would agree with that. Like I think Mm -hmm. she, um, like we we got that spunky character later down the line in Disney. Mm, Like she was she like she she was definitely one of the first ones that kind of like stood out as like a outside of the box princess. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right, Devin. Commenters. Yeah. Uh, and now that you like you've heard from us, like let's hear from some of you. So let's. Um, this comment comes from Victoria. Thank you, Victoria, for reaching out to us and sending this in. Um, quote: They are the best thing to ever enter the screen. Amen. I love hate to love relationships. Um, these two are just so great. At first, they can't stand each other, and she has this feisty attitude, and they tease each other. But then he becomes super protective of her, and they are literally so underrated. Mm. I mean, the ship scene where she's having hallucinations 
That is gold. Gold. I agree. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I love that. Thank you for sending that in, Victoria. And thank you so much to Mary for joining us for our last episode of season two. Wasn't it fun? I had. This is fun. Especially listening to you guys for two seasons. It's like, (laughs) oh, this is great. (laughs) And now you're the star of the show. Okay. But. Devin, before you go into your next bit, I am going to just roll with some season three spoilers. Let's do it. Now, Devin may kill me, but we're just going to go for it. We will tell you guys that we, at this very moment in time, we don't have necessarily anything set in stone, but we have ideas. Yes, I have ideas. I'm not going to tell you specifically what they are, but we're going to start the season. We're going to start the season with some more modern Netflix, very popular uh, relationships that have been sort of taking the world by storm. Uh, Mary's trying to guess and she's wrong, but think of something something similar to that. Um, Just with a really hot guy that took the world by storm. It's starts with a B, but I'm not going to give any more. I'm not going to give any more clues. Okay, but after we do all those like modern things, we're going to celebrate a certain scar headed magical characters birthday this summer. So we're going to have a little series. So you guys are going to want to be in on this season. Devin and and I have been preparing for the past like definitely. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to we have we have actually, Um, but um, we've we're definitely looking forward to working with more people, inviting more guests onto the show. Um, super excited. And we're already picking out like, oh, this would be a really good one to have somebody yep. on. And ah, super so if you, excited. If you guys have thoughts on what you want to hear, yes, we are please let us know. Um, we are still trying to create our complete list for season three. So if you have ideas, like now's the time. Get yep. them in. Let's do it. All right, Devin. All right. So Don't worry, we'll be back soon with lots more fun content and might be sooner than you think. Much sooner because I'm late on all of these episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So until then, feel free to reach out to us, engage with us on social media. Um, Email us at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Um, We're out there. Interact with us, guys. We would love to be a part of your community. Yes. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please rate and review. We love you guys. See you soon. Perry holds the key to our hearts. (laughs) Love ya. See you season three. Bye, guys. (laughs) 